short and today's 10-minute podcast is for anyone who needs to be reminded that God is faithful. I find it humorous that many times God has me living the lesson of this podcast and today is one of those times. Maybe you too are facing a challenge right now and you feel some fear or discouragement or uncertainty and if so, today's insight is for you. And if not, maybe you can pass it on to someone who needs it. The insights from this podcast are from the Bible stories in my book, Faith, Doubt, and God's Mysterious Timing. So if anything resonates with you, you'll find more in the book. But I want to take us today to Hebrews 11.1, which is the definition of faith. And it says that faith is being certain of what we do not see. So there's a sense that living by faith is a little like being blind. And when you're blind, you learn to let your memory lead you. Knowing where things are helps you navigate spaces that you can't see. And I think that's such a great analogy for our faith. By remembering God's faithfulness over and over in our past, we have the confidence when we face the challenges that we can't see that are ahead. And today we're going to look at a story that shows us what we can do to remember. The story is from Genesis 35, and it's about Jacob. And it opens with him clearly feeling nervous about what's going to happen. Two of his sons, who are now grown, have done something terrible, and he's afraid of what's going to happen to him and his family because of it. So the first verse tells us what God tells Jacob to do. God says, go up to Bethel and settle there. Build an altar there to God, who appeared to you when you were fleeing from your brother Esau. Kind of interesting words for Jacob to hear when he's facing the unknown. He's told to ready himself for the challenge that's ahead by returning to where God has met him in the past. In a very real sense, he's told to go back in order to move forward. And so often that is what God says to us. I call him the rear view mirror God because so often we see so much of what he was doing when we look back. And I think that's part of why God tells us to go back to remember all of the ways that he has been faithful to us. In fact, the word remember is used in 47 verses, 28 chapters, and 14 books in the Bible. So clearly it's an important word. But here's what's interesting. It's most often used to give people courage for what's ahead. So Jacob is told to go back to a place where God appeared to him before and to build an altar there. When Jacob met God there the first time, it was after he stole his birthright from his brother and he had to leave home because his brother was so angry and wanted to kill him. And so he goes to this place and God meets him and reaffirms his blessing to him and tells him that he will give him what he needs for his future. So he leaves from there and goes to his uncle's home and he marries and he has his children. And then many years later, he returns to this place because he needs courage again for what's ahead. He's about to meet Esau, his brother, and now it's been many years 
and he's sure that Esau is going to come kill him. And so in his fear, he returns to this place, which he named Bethel. It was originally called Luz, but after God met him there, he called it Bethel, which means house of God. And that is where he has his all-night wrestling match just before he's about to meet Esau. So he's left with a reaffirmation of his blessing and a limp. So now he has an even greater dependence on the God who's going to be with him in this next situation. And I'll let you read what happens between him and Esau. But now here he is for a third time returning to Bethel to meet God. So I want to pause here and ask you a question. Where do you go when you need to find courage to face what's ahead? Where do you go to remember God's faithfulness? Jacob called the place Bethel, which I said means house of God. And in our world, house of God is most often thought of as church. And that is one place we can go to to remember. In church, we sing worship songs, we hear scripture, we take communion. All these things are to remember God's faithfulness in our lives. We don't go to church to check a box because we're trying to earn favor with God. We go to church because we need to remember who God is and who we are as his followers. You may have other places where you have met God in a special way. Maybe it's a camp that you've been to or a special place in your home or somewhere where you go to read the Bible and to pray. Sometimes we need to physically go back to a place where God has met us, not because God exclusively lives there, but so we can remember God's faithfulness. The other thing to notice is Jacob's response to what God tells him. He immediately tells everyone in his household to get rid of the foreign gods that they're keeping. Before they can go to Bethel to have their faith in God restored, they have to rid themselves of the gods that they've gone to instead. For us today, the gods we've gone to are probably not idols, but there may be some other things that we've gone to for security or for something deeper than they could give us. Whatever consumes your attention, it's easy to fill God's place with things we see and pursue to satisfy our restless heart. So when Jacob cleans out his household of all other gods, we realize that before we can build our faith for what's ahead, we have to reestablish who it is that holds our faith. So maybe we need to do some house cleaning too. After Jacob and his household arrive at Bethel, the next few paragraphs recall the litany of times God met Jacob in his faithfulness. These memories of God showing up in Jacob's life are remembered at Bethel. In this house of God, Jacob finds strength through his remembering to face what he can't see ahead. After recounting and repeating every time that God met Jacob in the past, God reiterates the promise of what he's going to do for Jacob in the future. God builds on the faithfulness that Jacob has experienced from God to help Jacob trust what God is promising to do in the future. 
So now Jacob can leave here unafraid because he's been strengthened by God. And so often that happens to us too. When we return to the place where God has met us, we're strengthened to face whatever it is that we have ahead. So this passage shows that when we fear what's ahead, it's by remembering God's faithfulness in the past that we find our faith to move forward. Whether you do that at church or in your journal or meeting with a friend who shares your faith, these touchstones are so needed to remind us of God's invisible presence in our lives. By refreshing our memory of who God has been for us, we can hold our faith for what God can do, even if we can't see ahead. We have to remember that our God is bigger than anything we face. And I hope that's encouraging to you. I know it is for me. Thanks for tuning in. If you are encouraged by today's podcast, be sure to check out Lori's new book, Faith, Doubt, and God's Mysterious Timing. Lori also has a new 10-week video study to accompany the book, which can be found on Right Now Media and LoriShort.com.